We heard in our reading that Jesus was distressed and agitated. And I'm sure that we've all been in that place of distress and anguish when we felt almost overwhelmed, when we felt that we could be crushed by what's happening in our lives. How then are we to respond? Well, here in Mark's Gospel, Jesus gives his disciples and us an example. In the face of enormous pressure, of great anguish and distress, he prayed. When President Ulysses S. Grant left the presidency of the United States, he was financially a broken man. He had trusted all the wrong people and they had stolen his investments. So in order to pay off his debts, he wrote his memoirs. But during that time, he become, became seriously ill. One day, a friend of his, a General Howard, came to visit. He'd hoped to lift Grant's spirits, and so he spoke of places they'd been and people they knew, battles they'd fought. Grant just sat there, depressed and despondent. Finally, he put up his hand, shook his head and said, Howard, tell me something about prayer. So what can we learn from Jesus' time of prayer? You might think, well, Jesus prayed in a garden. So is it the case that we should pray in a garden? Well, while it's true, we can. I'd have to say it's not the surroundings that are important. It's the fact that he prayed in the midst of his anguish and distress. And there is no special location for pray praying. We can pray anywhere. Jonah prayed inside the fish and Paul prayed in prison. And there's certainly no need to wait until you're in a church building to talk to God. We can pray wherever we are. You might well think Jesus fell to the ground to pray. So is that the way we should pray? But again, I'd have to say no. That's not the only acceptable posture. There are many different prayer postures recorded in the Bible. In Luke, we read that Jesus knelt. Daniel also kneeled when he prayed. King David sat when he talked to God. Abraham stood. So there are many postures for prayer. But it's not the posture of the body that's important. It's the posture of the heart. Jesus said, yet not what I want, but what you want. He gave himself over to God's care. He gave himself over to God. He trusted him. But why do we pray? Well, first of all, God wants us to. It's the way we enjoy fellowship with him. It's how we develop a relationship with him. How we sense his presence. It's how we are enabled by his power. It's how we experience his peace. Secondly, we pray to ask for help in times of need. In Hebrews 4.16, we find these words. Let us have confidence then and approach God's throne of grace. There we will receive mercy and find grace to help us just when we need it. Jesus was praying in a time of need and he instructed his disciples to do the same. Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. 
Now the word trial here means trying circumstances. Not only Jesus, but the disciples too were facing trying circumstances. This was a time of need. A time when they needed comfort and strength. A time when they needed to sense God's presence. And what should we pray about? And who should pray? Prayer isn't just a wish list. It shouldn't just be about me, me, me. Certainly we should pray when we are in anguish and distress, but prayer is so much more. In Luke's telling of this story, we read that Jesus prayed for Peter too. John's Gospel tells us that Jesus prayed for all his disciples and that he also prayed for the disciples that would follow. That means he prayed for us too. Job, in the midst of his troubles, prayed for his friends. Abraham prayed for the city of Sodom. Moses prayed for his brother Aaron. Stephen prayed for those who were stoning him. All sorts of prayers, by all sorts of people, about all sorts of things, for all sorts of people, relations, friends, enemies, strangers. And is there any power in prayer? Well, in our reading, we heard that Jesus was overcome by anguish and distress. His sorrow was so great, he felt as if it was going to crush him. At the end of our reading, when he left the garden, there was no sign of it. With power and strength, he was able to face what was ahead of him. He said, get up, let us go. Look, here is the man who is betraying me. There is power in prayer. But how many of us are experiencing it for ourselves? How many of us take time to pray for others? I suppose the real question is, are we willing to try praying? Perhaps there is no better time than now. Because through prayer we can find peace in the midst of troubles, calm in the midst of calamity, love in the midst of our loneliness, and closeness, intimacy in the midst of our isolation.